Fork Tales, a podcast that feeds the food and beverage world. Fork Tales is brought to you by Pavone Group and Vigor, a branding and marketing agency for restaurant, beverage, and hospitality brands. Learn more at vigorbranding.com. If you love what we're serving up, please give Fork Tales a five-star review on your podcast service of choice. Think of it as a tip for good service. Hello, everyone. Uh, today's episode of Fork Tales, I am joined by someone who takes cause marketing and entrepreneurial spirit to a new level. His name is Andrew Glantz. And he's the founder of Gift a Meal. Welcome, Andrew. And tell us a little bit about yourself and some of your backstory. Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm originally from Los Angeles, and I came out to St. Louis to go to Wash U for college. Um, when I was a student there, I owned and operated a nonprofit storefront to promote reuse and sustainability, and volunteered for various causes. And uh, then when I had a summer internship at a venture capital firm and got exposed to the startup world, I fell in love with the scalability of it and uh, found out about the idea of a profits with a purpose business model that you could do well while doing good and came up with the idea for gift a meal when I was on a lunch break, break and kind of ran with it and put my savings into it. Graduated in May 2017 and uh, started it out in St. Louis and now started to really scale it up and grow it into what it is today. Uh, that's very cool. Now, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm somewhat of an entrepreneur. I started my own business uh, when I was 27 and grew several companies and uh, I, I love it. I mean, I, I just think it's a, uh, a great way to be and I love the energy of it. So how did you become this entrepreneur? How did you all of a sudden, the family of entrepreneurs, I mean, just uh, had ideas. Uh, tell me about you. Like what, what, what motivates you? Yeah. I mean, I think that making an impact has always been something that's important to me. And then I also just like the creative autonomy that comes with entrepreneurship and trying to find those win-win scenarios and uh, align incentives for different parties. Um, and so with Gift a Meal, I was trying to look at how we could create a win for the restaurants in terms of a marketing win for them and an easy way to add a community engagement program for them. And then for food banks in terms of their fundraising and not taking a lot of effort for them uh, to connect and be able to raise more funding and for diners to be able to discover and support socially conscious restaurants. And so I kind of combined all those together along with uh, Tom Shoes, Warby Parker, buy one, give one model and applied it to the restaurant industry where guests can just take a photo of their food or drink at a restaurant that's a partner. And then we make a donation to a local food bank to give a meal to someone in need in their community. So tried to make it easy and align all those stakeholders. It's fantastic. I mean, it's a great, obviously it's a great cause. It's a, it's a great concept and it's a, it's really a, a very smart model. I mean, I'm, I'm really in intrigued. I want to learn more about this. Um, so the gift of meal, how, how does it work? Like, you know, talk, you know, you talked about it started, you had the idea, you went to school, uh, um, you want to do good, all good things, but how does, how does it work? Like, I mean, I'll say this from the entrepreneurial side. I mean, we all got to make a living. I mean, you know, you have nice yeah. clothes on. I'm sure everyone's got to make a living. How does the model work? <laughs> like teach me, teach me how it works. Absolutely. So the program is funded by the restaurant and free for the guest um, who's dining at the restaurant. And so the restaurant's paying a flat monthly program fee to be involved. So for a single unit mom and pop, it's $59 a month. Then uh, each time a guest dines at the restaurant, whether it's dine-in, takeout, or delivery, they can scan a QR code off of signage from the restaurant, which launches gift a meal on their phone. They then take a photo of their food or drink. And when they do that, we make a monetary donation from that program fee that the restaurant pays 
to a local food bank to cover its cost of providing a meal to someone in need in their community. And then the guest is invited to share that photo on their personal Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter slash X. And we give an extra meal for each platform they share on since then they're promoting the restaurant to their friends in a positive way. Um, in terms of the donation component, the donations are all local. So we match each restaurant location to a food bank that services the county that they're in. Um, and each of these different food banks gets food donated to them by supermarkets, food distributors, community food drives, and in storing these big distribution facilities. And then where Gift a Meal comes in is donating money to help fund the distribution costs of getting that food from these big facilities to the hundreds of neighborhood pantries where those in need could actually access the food. Um, so typically the food banks have listed on their website for every dollar donated, they can provide four meals to those in need or five meals or three meals. So approximately it costs about 25 cents to distribute a meal's worth of food in bulk. Um, and so that's the amount that we're actually donating per photo taken. That's awesome. So then you're helping facilitate basically the outsourcing of the food or the the the, the back end or back office. It's not really a food thing, but I mean, you're, you're funding the, the distribution, the distribution model. So that's wonderful. Yeah. And then, I mean, so, uh, you know, the, the, the restaurant themselves, then they get to tout the fact that they're doing this. They can feel good about mm -hmm. themselves, obviously, but from a marketing perspective, they really get to sort of like uh, say, Hey, look, we're really supporting our community here. How are they, how are they taking advantage of that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the restaurant could be posting about it on their social media channels about how many meals they're providing and everything. But more than that, one step further, with Gift a Meal, it's an interactive level of social responsibility where the guest feels good about themselves because they're putting in some amount of effort to take the photo, but they feel that sense of gratitude towards the restaurant because the restaurant's the one that's ultimately paying for it. And so it really creates that sense of emotional connection between the guest and the restaurant and makes them feel good about choosing that restaurant in addition to encouraging them to promote the restaurant to friends on social media. Um, and so we've seen that the guests using gift a meal on average are returning 39% more frequently. They're spending 20% more per visit and they're tipping 32% more than a standard guest because of that sense of emotional connection. They have raises and satisfaction rates. Um, you know, the restaurant's getting goodwill with these customers and they're also getting more word of mouth recommendations as a result on their social media to their friends and everything. So it is something that's really cool to be able to see a true marketing return without having to uh, discount or offer coupons or anything that slashes the margins for the restaurant. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. I mean, because uh, I mean, let's face it, we are a marketing firm. Uh, we market and, and help market restaurants. And you know, a lot of times it's all the different deals and the, the value meals and all these kinds of things that you got to try and entice customers. And you, you brought forth a really smart uh, program. And uh, it's, 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 it's pretty remarkable. And, and I love the fact that you know your numbers. I mean, you can, you're, you're able to talk about the, the growth in sales, the tipping, which is really important to the servers. Mm -hmm. And we got to take care of the servers. I think it's really an interesting uh, 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 model. Really, really, really cool. So you should be, uh, should be very proud of what you built. So like, okay, so how do you, how do you sell? Now, you know, again, uh, being an entrepreneur, come up with ideas, uh, great idea, brilliant idea, got the numbers. How do you sell? Like, how do you go out and market it and what's your best way? And what's it like? Are you knocking on doors? Are you making phone calls? Are you uh, going to shows? I mean, how do you get this, this program to, uh, to the right people? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, originally, I when I didn't have a car when I was in college, I was going up and down the street in the snow between 2 and 4.30 p.m. to mom and pop restaurants to uh, try to talk to the owners and have them join and uh, pitch them on the program. And then we, from there, we were able to sign up some restaurant groups. And then 
Uh, we had some franchisees join, and then we had a 30 location regional chain sign up for Gift a Meal. And then we started to expand from there. And now we're in 37 states across um, almost a thousand restaurants and um, at 1.7 million meals provided to those in need. And so it was kind of continually de-risking ourselves with uh, different types of restaurants and larger restaurant groups. Um, so now we work with multiple brands that um, you know, have over 100 locations system-wide. So we work with all 130 locations of Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken, all 110 Pizza Factory locations. We work with 162 Gong Cha locations. And uh, we also work with franchisees of brands like Jimmy John's and Chick-fil-A and, um, and lots of others and uh, Fuzzy Taco Shop and so Red Robin, TGI Fridays. And so it's something that's been really exciting to connect with all these different types of brands. Um, in terms of where I meet them, you know, sometimes they reach out to us on our website um, after you know seeing us in the news. Uh, sometimes it's introductions from our current restaurants. Other times it's going to conferences, and uh, like you said, other times it's just kind of cold reaching out to them with a LinkedIn email or phone call and just trying to start up a genuine conversation uh, from a cold interaction and uh, finding those brands that could be a like-minded fit. You know, I, I love it. And I, I love the uh, the started in the college and no car. You know, I, I have a friend, one of my very best friends, extremely successful guy. He, he went to college with his brother. Uh, he ended up uh, going for pizza the first night. Uh, didn't know what else to do. Second night, they were hungry. Let's go for pizza. Third night, they were hungry. They went for pizza. So three nights in a row, they go to a pizza shop. They said to the pizza guy, hey, look, if we pass out coupons for your pizza shop, do you think maybe you give us like a discount on pizzas? Guys like, sure, yeah, pass them out to all the college. That created a thing called the Coupon Clipper. Coupon Clipper is a hugely successful magazine across the country. Uh, I think there's something like maybe, um, I'll get this number wrong, but I'm going to suggest 125 magazines, Coupon Clipper magazines at one point in time around the wow. United States. It's a, a huge uh, company that ended up being sold to Gannett. Uh, anyway, just like you did, like just a, a simple, like, I'm going to go out, I'm going to knock on a door, I'm going to find something out, I'm going to go to the next one, knock on the door. So congratulations. I just, uh, I, I'm always in awe of entrepreneurship and uh, just the people and the, and the fortitude that, that bring these things and these ideas forth. It's awesome. Um, you. If you're, if you can say, I mean, who's your, who's your biggest client and have you, uh, are you trying to talk to some of the, you know, some of the franchisees, the actual franchise, are, are, are you having any luck there? Yeah. So it's a little bit of a mix. I mean, we can work with all different types of organizations, whether it's something system-wide, like we could work with a brand across a thousand locations. Uh, we could work with a brand if they're in a hundred location brand or a 30 location brand. Uh, for us, we're really flexible to however the organization does budgeting. So for example, for Gong Cha with their 162 locations, Lee's Chicken, uh, 130 and Pizza Factories 110. Um, those are all paid for by corporate out of their mm -hmm. marketing and advertising funds, and they pay for all the franchisees to be on gift a meal. Um, but then we also work with the franchisees directly, um, like our Red Robin franch franchisee, Lehigh Valley Restaurant Group in Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. has 20 Red Robins. And so we ju just work with them directly um, and they pay for gift and meal, but we don't have any interaction with corporate on that side. So, you know, I'd love to have Red Robin as a brand across sure. all locations. Um, but it's one of those things where, you know, we can hopefully prove out the value to the franchisees, get introductions from one franchisee to another, get introductions to corporate and continue to go that way. So we go both a bottom up approach and a top down approach. And in terms of the size of the brands, like, you know, there's brands that we're having conversations with that have thousands of locations. Awesome. And it's something that's really exciting there. Of, and 
we've gotten feedback from them and built new product offerings where we've created an essentially a white labeled version of gift a meal that's custom branded to their brand colors and everything that could be integrated into their own mobile applications, their online ordering solutions to have it really feel like a native solution for them. Um, and so that's something that we're really going to be focused on in 2024 um, is, you know, how can we work with these larger players and have get to meal be a really easy plug and play social responsibility community engagement tool for them. Yeah, I, I love that idea. And I think that's brilliant. The the white labeling and letting them sort of for lack of a better word, uh, get credit for this yeah. concept, right? I mean, because you know, it is it really is your 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 success is, is all dependent upon their their success and, and and their brand. And that's why they're doing it. So I think that's fantastic. I think it's super, super smart. How I mean, what is the uh, how, how likely are people to download the app? I mean, what are your, I mean, everybody's got uh, turbulence. Everyone hits like speed bumps. Like you always have things, mm -hmm. uh, especially as an entrepreneur, there's things you have to overcome. I mean, the first thing might've been the first restaurant that's uh, to jump on. Okay, great. So, but you have a great story. Uh, you, you bring forth uh, at the time when you had your first restaurant, you, you didn't have any traction. So you couldn't say, we're going to increase your tips. We're going to increase your sales. Uh, yeah. We're going to increase your visits. But you had a great idea. So someone took a chance on you and your concept, which is great. But as we grow, as you grow, what, what are what are some of the stumbling, the roadblocks? And I was wondering, I guess, is is getting people to download the app or, or things like that? Does that become any kind of a friction point? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, you know, we started off as a mobile app, but we always paid attention to the different technologies that were being developed. So Apple released an, a, a concept called an app clip and Android released something similar called an instant app where you could just scan a QR code and launch the app on your phone without having to download an app onto your device. And so it's really clean and quick, full screen experience. So it's kind of like a light version of an app. Um, and that's kind of what we've adopted with most of these partner restaurants nowadays that we've developed over the last year is this app clip version of gift a meal where you don't actually have to download the full app onto your phone in order to uh, participate and take your photo. Um, it just gives you that quick experience, skim the QR code, take a photo to give a meal, and then you're done. Um, there's no account creation or download required. Um, if you want to download the full mobile app, you can, and you can see the list of all the partner restaurants on there. You can see the photos that other customers have taken, and you can have a profile. You can see friends' photos and all of that. Um, but we realized that there were kind of those two different types of consumers, the consumers that wanted that full experience and consumers that just wanted something really, really quick and easy. And so that's why we created both avenues so people can kind of choose how much they want to engage. I love it. That's great. That's great. Do you, uh, different, obviously you mentioned some of your, your customers, um, do, do any fine dining restaurants, has anybody like that gotten involved? And I guess, you know, you're looking for scale, so you're probably looking for larger groups, but, uh, I mean, like if it was, uh, uh, you know, a, a PF Chang or, or any, something more than a, Q, a simple QSR, anything, anything like that, has anybody like that jumped on? Yeah. And I mean, we have plenty of casual dining and fine dining restaurants and lots of, you know, we're about half mom and pops and restaurant groups compared mm -hmm. to chains. And, sure. um, you know, we've seen that they've done well on gift a meal too. It's just figuring about out how to promote the program in a way that fits into the restaurant's customer experience seamlessly. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for instance, at a QSR, like fast casual brand, uh, they might be able to have a table tent up on the table or a, a window cling in the drive-through window uh, so that customers know how to participate in gift a meal and they can scan the QR code. At a fine dining restaurant, you're not going to put a table tent on a white tablecloth. 
And so it's figuring out, okay, are you going to have something on the menu so customers know how they can participate? Um, is it going to be something in like a check presenter? Um, is it going to be a little menu insert? And so we've had fine dining restaurants be successful, but um, you know, there've been in terms of our kind of core restaurant grouping, it more falls in the line of QSR fast casual, casual dining, um, that's a elevated casual dining, um, and not as much like super $4 sign, uh, fine dining restaurants. Mm -hmm. That's great. So, um, obviously, uh, businesses have, um, uh, times where they're, they're busy, like sales times and gift and meal, it lends right into the holidays gift. Right. And so I would think this is a great time and probably arguably maybe, uh, the middle of the summer would have been the time you're out there really pushing this, but during the holidays, this gift to meal seems like it'd be a great time for you to really kind of like catch fire. Uh, and, and, and again, I know that, uh, the last thing the food banks probably needed on Thanksgiving or the day before is a turkey, right? They're probably pretty well covered, unfortunately. And, and it's an important thing to, to be honest, all year round for sure. I mean, it's, this is something that the food banks need food, uh, probably more so, uh, other times of the year than, than during the, the heart of the holidays. I guess I'm just wondering, uh, do you find this to be a good time to talk to people? Because again, the gifting a meal and, and feel people sort of feel maybe a little more, uh, apt to uh, be generous this time of year. So selling through and maybe even seeing, do you see more uh, uh, participation with uh, your the customers in the restaurants at this time of year? Yeah, it's a good question. So I'll kind of walk through those three different groups, the food banks, the diners at the restaurants and the restaurants themselves. For the food banks, I mean, they do have a big need in the holiday season and just in the winter season in general. Um, when it's cold outside, they have a spike in the need for services. In the summer months, that is particularly challenging for kids that are facing food insecurity because they don't have access to the school lunches. And um, you know, so filling that meal gap for the kids is something really important for the food banks. Um, but you know, they really just need more support all year round for the food banks. On the uh, you know diner side of things, the people dining out at restaurants, um, you know, we see that in the season of giving in the holidays, people are really apt to use a program like Gift a Meal and kind of lean into it, and it's something that makes them feel good about themselves and that they're really actively looking for, and so it stands out to them in a really positive way. Um, but again, throughout the whole course of the year, you know, we've seen that people are looking to give back. I mean. There were a couple of consumer culture reports um, that were done by Fuse Marketing and 5WPR, and it found that 84% of Gen Z would said that they would be more likely to purchase from a brand if they give back. Mm -hmm. And 71% of millennials said that they would pay more for a product if they knew that some of the proceeds were going to support a good cause. And that's regardless of the timing of the year. Mm -hmm. In terms of the restaurant side of things, this time of year is tough to get the ear of restaurant owners and executives just because, you know, holiday season, people are busy. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, typically in terms of, you know, those types of conversations, we get a lot of people saying, this is great. Let's talk in January uh, for the next year. But then we also see people that say, hey, let's talk now because we're setting our budgets in November and December for 2024. Um, or, you know, we want to launch this on January 1st. We have a number of restaurants that are already set to launch on January 1st. And so that'll be something really exciting. So, you know, it's a little bit of a mix of everything. Sometimes restaurants are looking for things for the holiday season. Um, but once we're already kind of in it, um, you know, just people in general at any job get busy during the holidays and yeah, they got to make their way through. Right. So, and you know, I, I mean, I'm, 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 again, I keep saying I'm impressed by the model. I love it. And we, you know, in, in, in our company, we have several different agencies and uh, one, one is uh, an agency that focuses uh, on restaurants, Vigor. And I will, 
I'm going to be sure to talk to uh, our clients about your, your, your product. I think it's a, I think it's Thanks. a great, I think it's a great product. I think it's a, I think it makes, uh, you know, you, you always look for a win-win in a way. I mean, yours is like a win-win-win, right? The food banks and the folks, the food banks are helped. The people going to the food banks are helped. The patrons are feeling good about themselves and it's, it's great marketing for the restaurants. So you got like four wins there and that's a, that's pretty unheard yeah. of. So. And to add in another one, something that's kind of cool from the marketing agency perspective um, is that with gift a meal, we give a restaurant access to a dashboard where they can access all of the user generated content created from the program. And they have the rights to use that content in their marketing nice. and social media efforts. And so we've had our partner restaurants give their marketing agency access to the dashboard so they can create some really cool, engaging, authentic user generated content uh, pieces um, to push out in their marketing efforts. So that's been something really cool to see and uh, what the marketing agencies have kind of taken and run away with, with gift a meal. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I did the math race, it's around 700 bucks a year per location. Is that, is that simply how it breaks down at $59 a month or whatever, something like that? Yeah, yeah. So that's the price for an independent restaurant to join for a single location. If a restaurant mm-hmm. has five plus locations, we discount based off the okay. number of locations. So if a place has over 30 locations, then it's $39 a month per location if they gotcha. pay monthly or 34 if they pay annually. Um, and so, you know, discount rate for more locations they can go month to month with no commitment um, and cancel at the end of any month, um, or they can pay annually for a slightly discounted rate because um, you know it's more predictable cash flow for us sure. and um, for budgeting. But um, but yeah, so you know it's uh, we try to make it affordable and have a flat predictable rate for budgeting for the restaurants, and we cover all the cost of the donations from there. I love it. How many employees do you have? Uh, so we have six of us on the team right now. Nice. So, you know, Very we're cool. small and scrappy. Stay lean. That's, hey, that's the way to be. As if you're an entrepreneur and you're, you want to make it, that's what you got to be. You know, mm-hmm. the last thing you need is, is lots and lots of pe- mouths to feed. But th- are you doing <laughs> all the sales? Are you the guy hitting the, hitting the payment or you have a team now? Um, I have a team. Um, yeah, Allison and Danny are also working <laughs> on the sales as well. And uh, they're wonderful. Um, and, you know, like they've. Uh, they, you know, they've started to have some really great ones. Like, I mean, Lee's famous recipe chicken with 130 awesome. locations. Yeah. That was Danny who brought that in and pizza factory with 110 locations. That was Allison. And then Gong Cha with 162, that was me. And so, you know, the three biggest sales were all from three different people That's on awesome. the team. And so to, uh, you know, really, uh, progress in the business to not just be founder led sales is something that has been really exciting because it shows me that, you know, we actually have something here, mm-hmm. um, that's beyond myself. And, um, you know, it's something where I always want to be kind of involved in sales because I want to be having that customer interaction and be learning, uh, what customers need, um, and how to c- further adapt our product. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, sales is what's going to be most important, both to grow the business, grow our revenue, and then also to grow our level of social impact and give the most meals possible. Um, but it's, you know, where you can grow a lot faster um, with people like Danny and Allison on our team. That's great. And obviously, too, I mean, scalability is huge, right? So you can't be the guy all the time. So the more that others can, can I'll say, enjoy and feel good about the sales, uh, the better it is for your company. It rates, you know, high tide rises up all the boats. So that's uh, that's fantastic. So again, as an entrepreneur, like, I, you know, and I have a lot of respect for what you're doing here. You, you, you're you growing fast and you recently beat out 35,000 applicants to win an Amazon small business grant. Can you talk about that? Talk about the program and, and it's, it's something you should be very yeah. proud of. Yeah, I mean, 
I thought it was throwing a dart at a very far away dartboard when I applied for it. I mean, like you said, 35,000 applicants and um, with a big name competition from Amazon business, it was uh, something I thought we had no shot at. Uh, but, you know, I fill out the application because why not? It was, took me 10 minutes to fill out the application. Um, talking about kind of our traction, our growth over the last year, we've doubled in size and uh, kind of the vision for where we want to go. And um, I got the alert that we were one of 10 finalists. And, uh, you know, that was something that was really exciting and started to think, okay, maybe this is something that's possible. And then the Amazon business opened it up to everybody with an Amazon business account to be able to vote. Um, it was blind voting. So we had no idea how many votes we had. Um, and it's one vote per Amazon business account. So no one could really rig it. Um, and it was, you know, we ended up finding out that we won and we got a $25,000 non-dilutive grant. And uh, that was something that was incredible. And uh, Amazon actually flew out here to St. Louis and they had a team of like 11 people to film a video and take photos and all this <laughs> stuff. And that'll be coming out soon. And, uh, you know, it was just something that was a really cool experience and um, to feel the support from the Amazon business team was incredible. Um, and, you know, the funding um, to be able to support us goes a really long way. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it was something I was pretty flabbergasted with in a That's positive awesome. way and uh, very, very grateful uh, for to really push forward with our mission. That's great. So, uh, I mean, so there's more people on the, on the camera crew for Amazon than in your company. Yes. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a wild experience. Like we filmed at the food bank that we work with in St. Louis. We filmed at one of our partner restaurants and That's great. Um, it was, it was quite the production. Very cool. And uh, so $25,000, you probably just went out and had one hell of a dinner, right? So what you, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite. I, mean, I think that, that that goes kind of- Caviar, right jets, champagne, no? <laughs> yeah, not, not quite. More uh, sales, marketing, and product. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, good. True entrepreneur. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. That's fantastic. Well, what other what other advice? What advice do you have for other entrepreneurs who have a dream or have an idea? I mean, is there anything you want to you know throw out there? Yeah, um, that's a good question. I mean, for other entrepreneurs, I think the big thing is if you have an idea, talk to people in the space, especially those are, that are going to be your potential partners or customers to figure out the problems that they're facing and uh, the pain points. Um, I think something with Gift to Meal um, that I figured out is that everybody is busy and figuring out how to make things as easy and plug and play as possible mm -hmm. was what we found a lot of success with. So making it no effort for staff, no mental energy for the restaurant to have another program to have to think about, just be really simple and easy um, and be have every touch point um, with the customer be something that's important. Um, yeah. is something that I figured out. And then I think more than anything, it's just getting out there and doing it and seeing what the response is like and learning and being willing to fail and having a low ego so that, you know, you could admit when you're wrong and continually uh, iterate and learn and re and like re-implement and uh, just kind of go from there. And I think that if uh, you're also just kind of a kind person and put yourself out there that, you know, people will want to help you succeed. People are generally good and um, don't be afraid to ask people for help in a reasonable way. And um, then also, you know, always make sure to give that back to um, support everybody else along the way, just as those have supported you. That's great, man. You just like probably put together what you could put a book together on. Because I mean, as far as being an entrepreneur, I mean, like some of the things you hit, I just think are just absolutely uh, poignant. Uh, you know, don't be afraid to fail. I mean, you know, I personally have started businesses. I, I'll be honest, I've started businesses that were better than the business, better ideas 
than the businesses that were successful. Timing mm. might have been wrong, just didn't quite hit it right on the uh, the scale, the luck scale, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I mean, I think you do make your own luck, but I mean, sometimes it's a timing thing, right? And uh, you, but you can't be afraid, right? You can't be afraid to fail. Uh, one thing I did years ago, I talked to my, I had two daughters, and I, I we were in a restaurant somewhere, and we were just talking about like like just work and business and life and all that stuff. And I said to my girls, I said, look around, see this restaurant? And they're like looking around. So I said, everybody in this restaurant, everybody in this restaurant has an idea or had an idea for a business or a product. Everybody. Everybody said, one day I'm going to start this or, hey, we should do this or I'm going to do this or I have this idea and I'm going to make that. And you know what? Hardly any of them probably executed on it. And that's really what it comes down right. to. It's like to do it. Like you said, just do it. You, you sat there, you, you had your, you were at that break, you, you know, you looked at other, other business models, which is smart. And you had this idea and you're like, wow, that's a good idea. Now you have two choices, right? You can just say, oh, that's a good idea. And just like, go do whatever else, finish your sandwich, or whatever you're doing at lunch, or you sort of take this further and start to build on it and execute and actually execute, spend time that you're not getting paid for, uh, that you could be doing candidly something else, uh, and then doing it and applying yourself. And it says, People don't realize it's those nights that you were working on this thing or this time or this, the dedicated time that you put into this, uh, that, that no one sees, they see this, they see you now, they see the success and all that. And they think that's what, that's easy or that's what you do. But people don't realize all the, the no's that you probably heard along the way, or that's not really a great idea or whatever you heard. I'm not, I'm sure you heard stuff, uh, yeah. but it's, it's, that's the hard part, right? And then people don't know about that. They'll just see the success and they'll read the article. They'll see the, Hey, look what he built. And it's, it's a, it's tough, you know, but it's, it's cool. Like I, there's nothing more fulfilling, um, than, than building something. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, now looking back, people are like, oh, that's such a simple, like great idea. But at the beginning, you know, it was something where it's like, oh, will anybody actually do this thing? And before we had the case studies with the restaurants to show that there was a boost in revenue that resulted in visit frequency and tip size, um, you know, it was something where people were skeptical um, mm -hmm. about if this was something to be sustainable. Um, and, you know, there were five different times in our company's history where we had one month of runway left in the bank account mm -hmm. uh, before, you know, we'd go under. And I either had to like sign up a new restaurant, close an investor, win a pitch competition or cut costs and find a way to make things happen. And, you know, now as a company, we found a way to have it grow in a sustainable way. We're almost at break even for, a com for the company. And, uh, you know, it's something that's really exciting but you know it's not entrepreneurship is not an easy journey by any means but you know like i mentioned earlier the creative autonomy that comes with it is something that i cherish and that's really exciting and to be able to build a company culture uh in the way that i envision is for uh how people should be treated and in order to figure out how we're going to have our impact be on all these different stakeholders whether it's our investors or whether it's uh the restaurants or the patrons that are going to the restaurants or the food banks and managing those relationships in what i deem to be the right way is something that is just extraordinarily special to me and to be able to see gift and meal as kind of like my baby start to grow is um, something that is just incredibly meaningful and makes all of the hard work and the long hours and the uh, challenging times be worth it. That's fantastic. Very cool. Very cool. Well, is there anything else? I mean, are you working on anything else? Any other ideas uh, percolating? <laughs> I mean, anything else you want to talk about with Gift and Meal? Is there anything else you want to bring forth? Um, that's a good question. Um, not working on any other ideas outside of gift to meal, uh, <laughs> gift to meal kind of takes up everything, uh, for me and I put my all into it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's something where with gift to meal, we're constantly innovating. We've launched some really cool tech integrations, 
uh, like we've launched integrations with the online ordering platform Olo, um, mm-hmm. with loyalty and marketing marketing platforms like Lunchbox, Thanks, mm-hmm. and Incentivio, uh, where now Gift a Meal can be integrated as a button into the restaurant's own white labeled mo- uh, white labeled mobile app. So there could be a button within there to gift a meal, or at the end of their Olo online ordering experience, there could be the prompts to gift a meal. Um, and so you know those types of innovations of working with these other solutions in the food tech ecosystem is something that's really exciting as well. And, um, you know, it's something that's, you know, we're excited to see the impact grow as we work with more uh, partners of these different vendors in the space that work with restaurants and how we can help them provide value to their clients, uh, as well as, you know, as we look look to work with larger and larger brands and more food banks. And we're now working with over 100 food banks across the country um, in 37 states. And, you know, our goal is to be in all 50 states by this time next year in 2024. So, um, you know, I'm just incredibly grateful for doing what I do every day and uh, grateful to people like you for helping give me a megaphone to share this with the world. Absolutely. I'm proud to, proud to, to, to do this with you. I mean, uh, and I said, and I'm, I'm a man of my word. We have restaurants that we work with and I think this would be a, a really smart uh, add on. So uh, we'll definitely Thank keep you. this uh, conversation going. So I, my last question I ask this to everybody, every guest, uh, if you have one final meal, what would uh, you eat and why? If I had one final meal, I think uh, it's actually funny. They're a gift a meal partner in St. Louis. Uh, it's oh, called Pasta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's uh, good. <laughs> it's a, it was it's uh, it was actually one of it was like our one of our first uh, like well known like James Beard award winning restaurants in terms of like more finer fine dining mm-hmm. uh, place called Pasteria, and it's Italian. It's just Italian food to to the max, uh, probably in the U.S. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, no, their, uh, their bolognese is just incredible. And, you know, I'll also get a pizza and something else there. Yeah. So I, I'd say a comprehensive full meal at Pastoria, um, would be my final meal. Fantastic. That's very good. Very good. I, I do actually have one other question too, because just the, the way, you know, uh, the entrepreneurial side of me and how you start out, did you have to, uh, like your first restaurant, when you try, you have this great concept you know, you came up with this pricing of uh, $70 a month or, you know, whatever, 69 whatever it was a month. Did you have to give one away for free? Did you have to do one restaurant and say, hey, look, you know what? I'm going to cover this. You do this. Let's see that this works. Did you have to do that? Or talk about that, just that very quickly. Yeah. At the very beginning, it was the first 40 restaurants that we did for free. Wow. Um, and, you know, we no longer have that free plan anymore. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it was one of those things where, like you said, it's the chicken or the egg of like, you know, That's getting right. people to use it and getting validation. And mm-hmm. uh, But even getting restaurants to sign up for free for something was tough because sure. it's another thing for them to think about that wasn't proven. And so it was kind of me going in there saying, hey, like this could be a value to you. It's going to make an impact for the community. Um, if you're an early adopter that like we'd appreciate it, like help help out this young guy who's trying to do good in mm-hmm. the world. And, um, <laughs> you know, and uh, then we were able to prove out the concept and then sign up others and convert those restaurants to uh, be on sustainable plants for the long term. And uh, yeah, but, you know, it's one of those things where at the beginning you have you to, do. you know, yep. yeah, you have to prove it Give out. Give it away. Yep. Good for you, Andrew. Uh, I mean, you have all the grit in the world of an entrepreneur. Obviously you're successful. I, I congratulate you on your success. And Appreciate the time. This was really a really enlightening conversation. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. All right, we'll talk soon.